On this Pentecost, we celebrate the birthday of the church, and we celebrate the gift that Jesus has given us, who is the Holy Spirit. We celebrate the gift the Father has given us, who is the Holy Spirit. And yet we have a very limited uh, ideas, a very limited picture uh, in our mind when it comes to thinking about the Holy Spirit. You know, when, when we think about the Son, we obviously have a very clear picture of Jesus. I mean, uh, that's the whole point of the incarnation. We may not have a photograph of exactly his facial features, but we know he was a human being. He looked like us. So we can see that very clearly. Even the Father, although it says in the Bible, no one can see God and live, Nonetheless, we can conceive pretty clearly of the Father because we've got the whole Testament, uh, Old Testament story of God's relationship with his people Israel and his laying out of the plan of salvation uh, that help us to know the Father. And, of course, Jesus himself says that he uh, is the perfect icon of the Father. Whoever has seen me, he says, has seen the Father. So we, when we think about the Father and the Son, we have a pretty clear picture in our mind, pretty clear concept uh, of them. But what about when it comes to the third person of the Holy Trinity? What, what are we to say about him? More slick than a patch of chrism oil, more cleansing than a bath of water. It's a bird, it's a flame, it's the Holy Spirit, right? I mean, you see what I mean? The, the, the images that we use are almost ridiculous. Is this how we think about God? And yet, and yet, it is really a very good thing, I would argue, that we have these kind of strange images that we use to think about the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit reminds us that we do not understand God. That we, uh, we should never get too comfortable with God. You know, feel like, oh yes, I, um, I just know all about God and I know what he wants and who he is and all. Well, that's baloney, right? The Holy Spirit reminds us that God is uh, not something, someone who we completely understand. And of course, part of that is because God is personal. The Holy Spirit is a person. And see, we've, we've all experienced how persons can surprise us. Even the person that you know the best and love the most um, will do things that surprises you. I remember when I was, all the time that we were growing up as uh, little kids, my father always only listened to oldies, you know, 103.5, the 50s and 60s. Uh, and then when I was probably in college, he suddenly started uh, listening to country, country. I was like, I don't even know who you are anymore, you know? Um, well, that's how persons are. They can always surprise us. And if human persons are like that, how much more God? You know, Jesus uses the uh, image of wind to describe the Holy Spirit. Why? Because you can't see it. Its action always surprises us. It can blow your hat off and you never see it coming. Right? You can have a tornado come through and totally destroy this house over here. And then over here, take this car and just kind of gently flip it upside down in the same place with no damage, right? I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's mysterious. And that is God, right? We, we, this, that's the, most, the, the first point that I think we really always need to consider. The Holy Spirit reminds us that we do not have God in a box. You know, last night we received, finally, after many, 
many weeks of waiting, we finally received our RCIA people into the church. It was a beautiful thing. And they have spent the past year learning all the doctrines of our faith and all the prayers that we say and the, the traditions that we hold. And I'm sure none of them would consider themselves to be experts, but they feel, rightly, you know, they have some idea now of what to think and how to pray. Well, that's good in a way, but in another way, it's always dangerous. Dangerous to think that we know uh, all about God in the right way to, uh, to speak with him. And so the Holy Spirit, again, is very helpful in reminding us not to get too comfortable with God. So that's the first point. Uh, but then that leads us to the second point that I want to make today. Because, of course, if that is all true, then people will say, and indeed we hear people say this all the time, well then, if God is this great uh, personal mystery, then why bother with all this religion stuff, these traditions and whatnot? You know, I'll just, I don't need to be a religious person. I'll just be a spiritual person. All right. But that is to totally miss the point of religion. Our English word religion comes from the Latin religere, which means to bind, to bind oneself. Religion is what binds us to God. And the more mysterious we recognize God to be, the more we, important we realize how it is to bind ourselves to God. You know this if you've ever had to walk a large dog. Uh, you know, well, you put a leash on that dog, but then what do you do? You take that leash and you like wrap it around your hand. Uh, uh, I mean, unless you think the dog is going to like drag you away, then, you know, it's like, all right, bye puppy. Good luck on Route 18. Um, but Otherwise, you like wrap it around your hand because otherwise, if that dog changes direction suddenly or sees a squirrel and shoots off, uh, you're, you're not holding on to that, right? You gotta bind yourself to that dog. Well, that's how it is with God, you know? Uh, God is beyond us and we are slow people. We are uh, weak people because of sin. How often does the Holy Spirit move and we miss it? Well, it would be all the time, for the most part, if it wasn't for our religious practices, our doctrines and traditions and prayers. These are the things that help us to bind ourselves to God. Now, of course, like any, any bonds, any ropes that we use to tie things down that move, we're going to have to readjust them all the time. They get loose and they got to be tightened up, and so it is with religion. Uh, it's, it's there to be tightened up. We're always going to have to be learning new prayers and reinterpreting our prayers to mean something different as we grow. And indeed, the closer we get to God, the more he's going to help us understand how to use our religion. But the point is, that is exactly what religion is for, to bind us as closely as possible to God because he is a person, because he is such a great mystery. And so today as we celebrate uh, the Holy Spirit and ask him to come down upon us, let us take our religion, as it were, in both hands. Buckle in for the roller coaster ride who is the Holy Spirit so that he will take us not where we want to go, but where he wants us to go. So that we'll not simply do what we think is important in life, but that we will instead be sent by the Holy Spirit on the mission of the kingdom of Jesus Christ.